everyone. This is Linda Gallick joining you for another episode of Prescription for Life podcast. I'm with Bell and Health out of the Green Bay, Wisconsin area. We are a healthcare organization serving Northeast Wisconsin and parts of Upper Michigan. And I am so honored today to have a very special guest with me. His name is Greg Kettner. Hi, Greg. Hey, Linda. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm doing well and go Packers. Oh yeah, thanks for that. We appreciate that. <laughs> so Greg is my special guest today because our Lifesaver Wellbeing series is focusing on lovable laughter this month, lovable laughter. And when I think about lovable laughter, I think about how good I feel when I am laughing. And so a colleague of mine recommended I reach out to Greg, so I'm super excited to talk to him today. So Greg, why don't you tell us about yourself? Where do you come from? Uh, what's your business? How does laughter play a role? Tell, tell us everything. Sure. Well, uh, I'm born and raised in Hong Kong, uh, although I'm a white uh, Caucasian male. Uh, my dad is a missionary doctor. And so we kind of grew up just laughing a lot. Uh, I grew up listening to Bill Cosby records way back in the day. And uh, then I went to school, came out, and I did sales for 27 years. Um, and during that time, I had an opportunity while well, I got dared one night at an open mic to get up and do stand-up comedy. And so I got up, fell in love with it, and been doing that for about 12 years. And then when COVID hit, I uh, lost my job due to COVID. Um, and in talking with my wife, um, thought, well, what, what am I going to do? I've done sales for 27 years. I love making people happy. She said, well, you're really good at it. She always have a positive attitude at work. She goes, why don't you help other people work happy? Mm. I thought, awesome. Here I can continue to do sales. I continue uh, to you know, work with people, connect with people, and use laughter as a means how to connect people, how to make workplaces happier. Because we all know, like you said in the intro, it's that happy feeling inside. Sometimes it's hard to put words or thoughts to it. But when we are happy, you know, we're more productive, we're more creative. There's less stress, there's better health, and most importantly, better mental health. When we take care of ourselves, we laugh, we have a good time, it's, it's better for everybody. Absolutely, and that's been such an emphasis for us as well. I mean, very early on in the pandemic, we could see from a lot of our partners and internally, obviously, within our healthcare organization, people wanted that support with mental health. Yeah. So tell us about your business. What does your business do? What kind of things do you offer to people? How do you how do you help people things. work happy? How do you how do you yeah. do it? Uh, it's it's pretty simple. Number one is just a mindset, right? Um, we we can't control what happens to us, but we can control the reaction that we have. Mm -hmm. um, and so my business is it's work happy, uh, and I work with organizations on how we can be better, we can be stronger, and we can have better communication. Uh, through working happy, but laughter is is a huge part of it because when we laugh, uh, it releases in our in our brains the chemical dopamine, which is is free and legal. Um, and absolutely, it's, it's absolutely amazing. You know, I I tell people I work with schedule happiness and laughter into your day. You know, even if it's just five minutes, go to YouTube. You can watch uh, babies laughing or your funny com funniest comedian or memes or whatever but something that resonates with you. And even after five minutes, it resets the brain. And I've even done this 
you know, during the day when two o'clock comes and I'm tired and I'm dragging or I get mm -hmm. off a call that didn't go so well, I'll mm -hmm. go and do something other than sit at my desk. Um, and typically it's, it's laughing, not at myself, but uh, <laughs> at other people, but it, it really just rejuvenates us. And so I work with organizations on how to do that, how to bring it into their culture, because there's so many great benefits, especially with mental health, you know, the cases have risen during COVID and mm -hmm. we just need to do a better job of communicating, of being happy, being positive and taking care of ourselves before we can take care of others, whether it's our family or our coworkers or our clients. I'm loving the idea of scheduling it in because it's one of those things where, oh, I just, I have this long list of things to do. I have all these things on my list I have to get done today. And I love this idea of taking some time and just scheduling it, even if it's five minutes. Yeah, and, and that's all it takes too, right? Because I mean, you know, I, in my schedule, I, I wake up in the morning, I exercise, I do my meditation, I do my laughter, and then I get going to work. But if mm -hmm. I don't, I, you know, it gets lost. We're, we have too much to do with too little time. Yeah. Days. So what do you think, Greg, like what kind of a difference has laughter made in your life? Like how, how has it changed your life? Oh, it's, it's everything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be talking to you here today if it wasn't for laughter. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a couple of big moments. Um, I got to do, uh, we were at a, a company event in Vegas and the MC was a three hour award ceremony program. The MC totally messed up, said something so inappropriate seven minutes into this whole program. I was out in the uh, audience. There was 4,000 of us. Um, they made an announcement apologizing for what had happened and said, if anyone knows where Greg Kenner is, we need to talk to him. I thought, why am I getting fired in the middle of a program? <laughs> <laughs> um, but somebody uh, running the program in Las Vegas had heard me do stand up in Vancouver and thought I was just the most amazing comedian they'd ever heard. And, but they had no idea that I had about five, 10 minutes of fart and poop jokes. And <laughs> my biggest audience was probably 20, 25 at that time in a pub. Um, and so I finally went backstage and they said, you saw what happened. I said, yeah, I'd hate to follow that guy. They said, that's exactly what we need you to do. You need to get a bad taste out of everybody's mouth. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, you give us 15 minutes to figure out what we're going to do going forward. And so I took the opportunity. I said, yes, even though I had no idea what I was going to say. And I went out there and I just started talking to them and the laughter ensued. And when we laugh, we connect, right? You don't necessarily mm -hmm. hang out with somebody that you can't laugh with. And so I connected with the mm -hmm. audience and then towards the end um, that year, the sales, uh, if you hit a certain number uh, for President's Club, you got a $10,000 cruise through Turkey, Italy, and Greece. And uh, which was a, a wonderful trip. Uh, I was nowhere near getting on the boat because of my sales. But here I was in front of 4,000 people and I said, hey, um, I'm kind of helping out the company now. Can I get on the boat? And this <laughs> gentleman from the front row stood up, came up, shook my hand. He goes, you're on the boat. I'm like, who are you? I'm like, I'm the president of the company. I'm like, okay, good to know. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was the first time where laughter, I mean, in front of 4,000 people, right? And everybody wanted to, to say hi and shake my hand and tell me jokes. And it was weird because I was still the same guy an hour before, right? Nothing had changed in my life, but I connected with these mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And so I left that conference thinking, maybe there is something to this. And that's kind of where the whole thing, um, you know, started laughter. And then 
several years later, um, I had reconnected with a friend from college. Uh, she was uh, a single mom with a, an eight-year-old living in Portland. Uh, I was doing a show close by. We ended up chatting on Facebook one night. And towards the end of the conversation, I said, hey, I'm asking for a friend, but would you ever date somebody long distance? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, sure, whatever. She goes, well, I'll meet you for coffee tomorrow. So I was driving back through Portland, uh, met for coffee. And uh, it, it was an, we we're just going to go for coffee. So she got a babysitter for Rachel. Um, and she had to call the babysitter three times because we kept on talking and laughing. Mm. And then we um, we we went into this bookstore and there was a story and I thought, you know, if, if I'm going to date somebody like this, I want them to know my sense of humor. And there's a, a, a book called uh, Go the Facebook to Sleep. Uh, and Facebook is an alternative word. You can put whatever you want in there. Um, but it was read by Samuel L. Jackson, and we read this thing. It's about parents trying to get their kids to go to sleep. Like, I don't want to give you any more milk. I don't want to tell you any more stories. Just go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and so we started reading this, and of course, you know, Rachel was eight at the time, and, and Becky was laughing. And that really bonded us. I thought, you know what? If if we can go on a three-hour date and laugh the whole time, this, this is going to be pretty well. And so we ended up dating and then we got married and then a year into our marriage, uh, unfortunately, Rachel lost her stepfather to suicide. Mm. So it was, uh, it was March 18th. It was a Monday morning. Becky woke me up at two in the morning. Like we need to talk. I'm like, okay, can I wait till the morning? She's like, no, Grant passed away. And she told me the story. And so we sat on our couch trying to figure out how do you tell a, a 13 year old that her dad's gone? And it was it, it was hell. Uh, we didn't know what to do, but luckily we had some friends who were uh, in counseling, so we called them at five o'clock in the morning. We're like, sorry for waking you up, but we <laughs> we asked some questions. They were very very helpful and whatnot. Um, and laughter it, it was it was a horrible experience, and it's it's still there. But Rachel's been very resilient. Our family has, um, and with counseling, and 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 time, and and a lot of laughter because. Two days before this event happened, uh, I had the opportunity to take both girls to see Brian Regan, who is our favorite comedian. And I have connections through the comedy world, and so I got to do a meet and greet for Rachel, and she had no idea. And so he walked in, and I said, hey, I want to show you where I work. So he went down. He was in a hockey arena. So I said, hey, just knock on this door. She's like, okay. So she knocked on the door. The door opened up, and it's Brian Regan. He's like, Rachel, thanks for coming to my show. <laughs> and I never, I never seen her without words. Um, uh, like, oh my god, I can't believe it! Right, so we had a five minute conversation with Brian before he went on stage, and that really helped us because I mean it was two days before, and I remember maybe a week or two afterwards, we're sitting around the dinner table having dinner, and the tears were flowing, and I said, you know what? Let's watch from Brian Regan. Mm. And within ten minutes. We had gone from this horrible tragic event that we all had our minds on to laughing and there were no more tears and it didn't take the pain away, but it helped us through it. Yeah. And it's yeah. so powerful how laughter can do that. It can take our minds, uh, free us up from everything that's going on, COVID, relationships, politics, stress or whatnot. Yes. And yes. a little bit of time you get away and it rejuvenates you. So those are three small instances or maybe large instances that it, it's affected me in a profound way. I mean, I wouldn't be married, I wouldn't be a stepdad, and I wouldn't be serving other people in, on how to work happy. 
You know, what really struck me about those stories, Greg, was you talking about the relationships because one of our pillars of lifestyle medicine is healthy relationships and how you spoke to laughter contributing to those yeah. healthy relationships and bonding us. And I love that you said that because one of the things that I really want people to think about this month and, and, and try to focus it on is how do you bring more laughter you yeah. know, into your, into your life? Because it's only going to benefit you and the people that you want to connect with. Yeah. So whether it's, you know, whether it's a, a family member that you're trying to bond with a little bit, or it's a coworker that you don't know real well, but maybe if you can laugh at something together, that kind of breaks the ice and puts you in a common space. I, I mean, laughter has the ability to, to really do that. Yeah. And, and another thing that I found during COVID and, and how it connects us on a bigger scale, uh, when I started a group on Humor Lab, this was about two months into the pandemic and I was like, how am I going to make people laugh when I'm stuck inside, stuck behind my computer, looking at the screen. So I started a group on Facebook called the humor lab. And, uh, I sent it out to 20 of my friends and said, Hey, can you share this? I woke up the next morning. There's 150 members and it just kept on growing and growing. And the rules are, it has to be PG 13 and no politics. And just last week, we were 30,000 members in two years. And it's oh, people from awesome. around the world. I mean, there's people, you know, as far away as Russia, Australia, India, US, Canada, and probably every or a couple times a week, I get messages from people saying, thank you so much for this. It's clean. It's funny. At the end of the day or during the day, I log on and it's a group thing. It's not me. I happen to just start the group. But, you know, some people are into puns and some people are into memes and there's videos and cartoons and far side, but you know, I, I got a note from a guy on the East coast and he said, thank you so much for this. He goes during COVID, I've lost my life. I've lost my life, my wife, uh, my, my job and my child got sick. And mm -hmm. so I've been at home taking care of my kid and doing all this. And he said, every night I, I go to sleep, I go to the humor lab and it's very refreshing. So it, it just validates, you know, that a positive mindset laughter can do so much good for so many people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then some of, um, some of your experience and working with different groups of people and different organizations, what kind of impact have you seen happen in, in those places when you're integrating some of that positivity and that laughter? You know, uh, people tell me that it, it's been very beneficial for them because we're all, we're a lot more lonely than we used to be. Right. I mean, mm, you and I yes. are sitting in our houses. We're not in a cubicle not at the office, there's no water cooler, you're not going for coffee, you're not going for lunch. Um, so it's really been able to impact uh, communication. Uh, every Friday I send out a Friday funny, uh, that's HR approved, right? So nobody's gonna get in trouble if they open it up at work. But when you <laughs> send that out to your friends, everybody gets a chuckle and everybody's like, oh, thank, just absolutely what I needed, right? And it can be a silly far side cartoon or stand-up comedy, but it's it's amazing how much it impacts us and impacts those are around us. Um, and even in our family, um, there's a lot of times we're laughing around the dinner table where maybe, and maybe some of the subjects other people wouldn't approve, but for us, it's what it works. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Greg, I love your message. I love what you're bringing to the world. I love that you're using your platform to, you know, just positively impact so many people. Where can people look you up? Where can they join some of these groups? How can they find more information about you? 
Yeah, probably the easiest, Linda. And thank you so much for having me and what you and Bella are doing. It's the more we do this, the more we talk about mental health, the more we talk about how do we take care of ourselves, it's better for everybody. But probably the easiest uh, to find me is just my website, which is gregkettner.com or LinkedIn. I'm the only Greg Kettner on there. So the website is G-R-E-G-K-E-T-T-N-E-R.com. And I'm more than happy to have conversations with anybody, whether you're looking to bring someone in to speak to your team or train the team, or you're just having a bum day and you need to be, you know, you need to laugh. Happy to do that as well. Well, we so appreciate your time, Greg. It's just been so fun talking to you. I feel like you're somebody I'm going to have to connect with more often to yeah, uh, keep, sure. that, keep that <laughs> laughter going. But we really appreciate your time and, and thank you for your support of, of Bellin and 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 just validating you know those dimensions of well-being and all of us um, taking the time and making it a priority to care for ourselves because the more we care for ourselves, the, the better version of ourselves we can bring uh, to everyone around us, uh, for our jobs and our loved ones and, and all those types of things. So we appreciate your time. Uh, for all of our listeners, look up Greg Kettner, gregkettner.com. And uh, please like and share this podcast so that others can hear about it as well. So thanks so much for joining us today, Greg. Thanks again, Linda. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day.